Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go! Go Pack Go, baby! What's up, everybody? Bob Dog checking in with you once again. Oh, I appreciate everybody tuning in. I wish I could, you know, show it in some type of way, but I'm going to go ahead and save myself the breath and save you all the time and just get right into it. Week 15 is in the books. Oh, what a week, what a week. Tampa Bay uh, destroyed Green Bay 34-20. to 20. That doesn't even justify how close the game actually was. It never really felt like we had a chance, but... That's nothing new to us. Um, as a Sacramento Kings fan, I have uh, I got used to losing, you know. And I'm not saying this as in a, a Packers get used to it because we have a lot of talent. But if this coaching staff stays in place, we're definitely get used to it because we are not. I mean, we are the laughing stock of the league at this point, I mean, <laughs> and it's sad for us, but. Oh, man, this one hurt. This one hurt, and um, the only thing that's hurt more than watching this game was listening to Matt LaFleur's press conferences in which he's trying to justify Joe Barry's um, existence in Green Bay going forward. Now, I'm not saying he should fire him now with three weeks left. I think that's a bad decision, um, a poor decision. I think it's a it's a bad decision was to have him going into the beginning of this year. So anybody who listened to the podcast, you already know I've disapproved from Joe Barry coming in since the days he's come in the building. He never should have been in the building. I feel the same way about Matt LaFleur. It's a joke. Uh, Matt LaFleur handpicked Mr. Uh, Joe Barry. And, I mean, what else do you want me to say? That This is all Matt LaFleur is doing. Um, same with uh, what's in Jordan Love. Jordan Love is a byproduct of LaFleur. And uh, he's made his bed. It's time for him to sleep in it. So, so far, Jordan Love, even when he was drafted, a lot of people questioned that at the time that it was done. They definitely, there was some concerns about his consistency and just why we even moved up in the draft to pick Jordan Love in general. Um, we could sit and talk about that all day. However, we had, we've done that, especially at the time that it occurred. So I'm going to go ahead and save that one. Um, I disapproved of it when it was done. I understand getting a backup. I just did not understand moving up to pick Jordan Love. Um, there was a lot of talent in that draft and moving up just to get Jordan Love. I don't think we had to move up that high uh, to get Jordan Love. However, I mean, if they thought that high and it all worked out, congratulations. However, it's not. So it's looking like just very poor. We need a clean house. That That's I don't have to tell you guys as if, as if it's something new from me, um, but it's becoming very clear, and it is very interesting watching the Packers community um, really begin to understand what the hell is going on because this has been a disaster for some time. And for those that you know haven't heard it before, Matt Lafleur is simply um, a byproduct of Shanahan's success. Um, Shanahan was, has been very successful, McVeigh very f- successful, and you have Matt LaFleur falling right off of one of their branches. We picked them up. I didn't like it when it was done. I understood why it was done because we had a very strong and alpha male, which means like we can call it egotistical, but Aaron Rodgers, uh, there was one building, one leader in the building. There could not be a second one. If we wanted to keep Rodgers, we were trying to band-aid that relationship we got him somebody that he can kind of puppeteer and you know 
pull the strings on. Um, we knew Matt LaFleur didn't come in as a strong guy. He definitely came in in the fetal position, and Aaron Rodgers was definitely up on top. We knew who the daddy was. Um, I'm not saying Matt LaFleur didn't wear the pants. I'm just saying Aaron Rodgers told him which pants he was going to wear. All right, so you could take it as you want to, but it, it is what it is. So um, now Matt LaFleur has the reins, and it has he has been you know given – the opportunity to lead the boat and he has failed is very clear um, is very clear when everybody's sitting here yelling for Joe Barry to get fired. But Joe Barry is simply a byproduct of Matt LaFleur. I didn't like Joe Barry since he's worn a lion's uniform, but that's, you know, just the Packer coming out of me. As soon as he was hired, I was like, Oh, come on, man. We can't love a lion period. I mean, I don't give a damn what he is. You can put Jerry, um, Barry Sanders on our team. We wouldn't have loved him the same. You can put, you know, any Viking on our team. We ain't going to love them the same. You know what I mean? And it's just, just the way that it goes. Don't give us a bear either. It's just not right. You know, we don't need anybody that's been with our uh, – it, it's hard to unsee them in those uniforms. I'm just saying, enemies are enemies. So, coaching-wise, it was just a disaster. Um, the Packers, they were outcoached by a bad coach. And I mean that – I mean, take it personal if you want to. Todd Bowles is just not a good coach. You can look at what's gone on in their organization – I think Baker Mayfield is actually um, a decent quarterback. I'm not going to say he's a superstar, but he's you know he's very talented. He was at a very dysfunctional organization in Cleveland, which uh, has the ability to kill every career that is basically touched. Nobody has a good career over there, so you can't really blame him on that one. However, he's turned it around and done pretty well. You know, um, post Brady, they might make the playoffs, especially after beating us and. Congratulations, Baker. Everything that they got going on over there. But hey, good luck. They got one hell of a defense. They have great linebackers, um, Levante David, and I should remember the other one, but just great linebacker play. Uh, that's really what dominated our run game. And oh, man, oh, man, it was tough. Um, Baker baked our zone defense just over and over. Joe Barry failed to adjust with a successful counterpunch. Um, he dropped a safety into the box. We got to give it up to Joe Barry for that. I saw some blitz packages. That was amazing. Um, they just came at the, um, I wouldn't say inopportune time. They just didn't come at the opportune time. So he did them at the right times when he did do them. We just got soft, man. It's these personalities. LaFleur, it's Joe Barry. They like to play safe. They don't like to give up the big play. They're not dogs. They're not going to grab you by the throat. They're not going to hold you down. Let's just say like Antonio Pierce over there in, in uh, the Raiders, I mean, he just said, you know, hit the gas more at halftime and they were over there smashing uh, with the Chargers recently. And it's just, that's not the mentality that we have. We don't have a leader in, in our room. Um, it's very clear. I've said it for years. I literally stopped podcasting this in this podcast for the last season because I didn't want to just repeat myself. This coaching staff has been a joke and we're only going to go as far as it allows us. However, this coaching staff is going to change. This offseason, Joe Barry will be gone. The only thing that I'm pushing for is get rid of LaFleur's ass, too. Like, give us a chance as a Packers organization. Please, please. Only praises you're going to hear for, for Matt LaFleur are. So, come on, folks. We, we just need a little bit of help. Um. <sighs> Man, it's just, you know, the timing, you can't let go of Joe Barry now. It's too late. It's too late. Matt LaFleur, he anchored in. He he, he put his ship, man. You, you, you know, you, you set your, you cast your, what the hell is that term? I don't know. But he, you know, he made his bed. Now sleep in it. And it's a mess. It's, um, our offense was an inconsistent mess. The only reason that I'm giving our coaching staff as a, a D minus 
is because our special teams did okay. Y'all deserved an F. Um, and an F in our eyes after seeing what the Chargers just did recently. It's hard to give us an F after seeing that type of dud, but y'all get a D minus and not much better. So I wish I still had my bogus thing, but I don't have it anymore. So I need to give y'all the bogus sound effects, but I don't have it. So for right now, our coaching staff will remain the laughing stock of the league. So here you go. <laughs> oh, man, um, I saw a post. I wish I remember who posted it, but they said, what do you wish? Uh, Matt LaFleur got up and said at a press conference, I just wish he sat up there and said, I've made enough of a living off of Shanahan's success, and from this point forward, I resign. But good luck with that. It's not going to happen until then. Let's listen to the... All right, let's rank the Green Bay defense. We're going to, I mean, the offense. Let's rank the Green Bay offense. We are going to give it a D, a D, a flat D, and that deserves a bogus sound too. I mean, it, it was bad. Our offense was... And I mean that to the fullest disrespect. Um, we got 20 points. You know, don't get me wrong, but seven of them were given. And when I say given, we got the turnover at like the six-yard line or whatever. Enembare uh, or whatever his last name is. I apologize that I don't remember it right now. I'm just really focused on the offense, not trying to lose my train of thought. But Enembare, I believe, is his last name. Um, great, great hustled play went around the end came around boom got the fumble gave us the ball on like the six yard line we got seven if we didn't get seven there we would have failed so when i say it was given to us it was literally given to us on the seven yard line so take away those seven points we got 13 points you know across the four quarters that is disgusting it's sad and uh, we had aaron jones back so we got to go off that one It, it, it was disappointing we don't deserve uh anything more than we got when it came to that l um we definitely you know we had a who Dylan out Dylan being out was it was definitely it was harmful to us because we had a lot of Patrick Taylor in there I don't understand why Patrick Taylor's still on the team it was um it was it was just sad to see the dude was literally the last two weeks we couldn't get him to go out of bounds and this week all he wanted to do was run out of bounds he, he did not fight for extra yardage he was just I'm going out of bounds when there's 14 minutes left in the second quarter like I am going out of bounds I saw that and that is just there's no room for it on the field. Um, whew, it was sad. It was sad to see. We had, uh, but AJ Dillon, man, I hope you take some time off. Broken thumb. I deal with that. I deal with that when I fight quite often. I have very weak and fragile hands. Uh, my thumb being broken in my last fight down in Texas. I'm not sure if that's my last fight. I'm not worried about it, but I did break my thumb when I was down there, and that was very uh time consuming i'm gonna say at least three weeks out if i was gonna be safe with what your situation is but that would basically put you out to the end of the season i know you want to play i know you have the rest of the season off so i'm glad you got a week off we could have used you um like i said i love aj Dillon. i love um aaron jones i love Devontae Campbell, but, you know devondre campbell he's got to go to but you know we'll get into that devondre on the other side um we did get Eric Stokes back. Jahir Alexander was out. Savage was out. That's their all defensive side. But on the offensive side, man, I'm just going to give you the D just because we got the 20 points. Jordan Love went 29 of 39 for 284. Um, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Give you that. Dude, he had a fumble, a fumble on a fourth and 10. So the fact that he didn't recover it wasn't the issue. But it's fourth and 10. Throw it up. Give us a chance. I heard him. 
comment on that in the interview post game. And he said, at least do that to give him a chance. You know, he's got to catch where that defender is. That defender only made it through because Patrick Taylor failed to pick up the block. I mean, went, went to pick up the linebacker. I believe Britt was his name. Britt just smashed right through him, made it to the quarterback because he just smashed through our, the guy that was supposed to block him in Taylor. Um, not saying that's not Taylor's man. That's a big ass linebacker. He would have demolished me. I would have gone flying. I would have still been on the floor. So, I don't say it, um, and you know, uh, I don't say it as a personal thing, but we need somebody that can pick up that damn block. So we say that as fans that are trying to find success. So nothing against you, Patrick Taylor, but hey, man, we got to do better, uh, Packer fan. We got to do better as in picking up the blitz. We got to do better in getting out of the bounds and better, um, you know, crucial clock situations as he failed to do over the last two weeks so it is what it is Aaron Jones went 13 carries for 53 yards he didn't get enough carries but it wasn't looking good it really wasn't I'm not sure what his health was going into this one Um, we were limited on carries and backup to him wasn't uh, it wasn't satisfactory we did have 14 receptions for 16 yards for Aaron Jones that's nothing compared to what uh, Richard White got but we'll get into that uh, Don Tonovan Wicks did get six receptions for 97 yards, almost broke 100 yards. Congratulations to that man. Rest of our offense, um, I thought the O-line did decent. We did miss some assignments this week. That was very unfortunate because that was something we've actually been doing pretty well on. Um, Meyer, I saw Runyon get beat a couple times. Myers got caught for a holding call. That was only his second on the year, so congratulations to you. Josh Myers, I've thought that you've been playing very well. There were some of the sweeps where they pulled you around, and I thought that you were moving well. Um, You did get lost in space one time where he just couldn't pick up the uh, defender that was coming in, but, you know, that's hard to do in space, especially as a big man. He got out there quickly, but just got to dial it down and be able to pick up that defender in space. Easier said than done, especially at their size with these quick-ass defenders. So I was the defender. I totally understand um, give me a lot of room. I should beat you. That's the way that I feel as the defender. So, you know, it, but, hey, you catch me at the line, I know I should lose that one. So I go I go flying, man. I play defensive end. But, um, whew, that was, that was, that was a good one. Um, offense, I just hope that we get more consistent. It's not going to help a Matt LaFleur driving the ship. He definitely lacks the experience, lacks the leadership. Um, I don't look at Jordan Love as a leader that Aaron Rodgers once was. Just his personality doesn't really have that leadership isn't a problem. That's not really the requirement. Um, I would even, you know, almost go over to like a Trevor Lawrence type situation. He doesn't, he's more of a leader than Love is, but he's not really running. I would say they're, they got a, they got a leader of a head coach and that's what we don't have. We don't have that leader in there and we don't have a veteran presence. I mean, Aaron Jones tries, I'm sure, but he's been out more than half to see like six games already. So without that leader presence, without that veteran presence, it's been difficult, very difficult on offense. We're going to get a D mostly for inconsistency defense. I'm going to give you a D minus man. And, and defense as a whole, I, I apologize just because most of the individuals did show up this game. So I do want to give it up for most of the Packers defense, especially because I'm giving you a D minus, but a lot of that goes down to the scheming. There was a lot of times where there were just simply more wide receivers than defenders on one side of the field. Now we run a zone coverage. Baker was eating them up. We have three wide receivers on the right side, two defenders. By the time the ball snapped, 
one's driving a hook, one's doing a, you know, post, and then one's just going down the field. You only got two people there. They were just outnumbered. Um, the touchdown to Eric Stokes, it looked like Eric Stokes got burned, but he thought he had safety help. The safety was stretched between two receivers. It was just bad. When you look at it and just the positioning of the players, it was awful. Uh, miscommunications across the board. This all just begins with coaching. The players didn't make up for it. Um like I said, I love Devondre Campbell, man. I truly do. When we picked him up, I thought he was a great addition. He definitely filled the need, but it's no longer filling. Um, I thought Walker showed some great speed. He definitely got burned a time or two in coverage. That can be coached and developed and uh, move further. Devondre Campbell, I think he's on the slower side of his career, you know, on a down. I think he's going to need to be replaced, and this is coming from my heart, man. I love him. Even if he becomes a backup or something, that would be cool to have three linebackers, kind of like the Kansas City Chiefs do for those that, you know, when I was saying it, Nick Bolton's made one hell of a difference on those Kansas City Chiefs defense, man. Um, I know people are like, yeah, I don't know. Green Bay beat the Kansas City Chiefs. They didn't have their best player on defense. I love watching him play. I didn't get to watch the Packers game this week. I actually had to go back and watch it um, after just because it wasn't televised. I do watch the Red Zone channel quite a bit. I do enjoy that just because I don't have to deal with commercials and it's constantly going to game to game to game to game, and I get to watch around the league. So I got to watch parts of the game, but I actually got to sit back, watch the tape for hours and hours. So I studied it. I studied this loss. It hurt. There were so many parts of it that hurt. Um, but just as, you know, as a whole unit, there weren't very many weak spots that we really got blown out. Um, I think that Valentine once again failed to display, like, tackling that physicalness that we would like to see. I saw Eric Stokes good in there, and he kind of gave some physicality. That was cool to see because we haven't really got that on the edge. Take nothing away from Valentine. Valentine is a better tackler than he is cover. He's down to go in and make a tackle. He's made some very physical plays, but his coverage is suspect. Um, Jonathan Owens, I thought he played his ass off. He definitely got beat a time or two. I thought he was stuck in a bad position more than he got beat individually. I think he did get beat individually like once, but more so he was stuck in bad spots. That comes down to coaching and just the scheme of things. However, I thought he came up and made some great plays, and he actually defended pretty well um, on a couple routes. So congratulations, Mr. Owens, man. That's off. Um, Van Ness. I remember Van Ness made some big plays, so you got to give it up to that man. Um, let's just say defense, we gave up 34 points. That's way too much. Um we had players way out of position. I mean, and when players were in position, they just didn't make the play. So I guess that's why it comes down to D minus. Baker Mayfield went 22 of 28. I think he was like 7 of 7 in the first. His first incomplete pass had like two minutes and maybe five minutes left in the second quarter when he threw his first incomplete. But he ended up 22 of 28 with 381 yards, four touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Um, Richard White, he came in with 21 carries, 89, almost broke 100 yards on us, two receptions for 50 yards. So he put up a total of 139 all-purpose yards, almost broke 150. And then you had Chris Good, uh, Chris Godwin came in. He racked up 10 receptions for 155. I mean, they were feasting on us. Mike Evans, he, he wasn't, you know, he didn't leave hungry either. He was eating, so it was just, they were just killing us, man. Baker Mayfield looked like, um, like, just a five-star. I mean, he was just out there just picking our defense apart. We did drop some pressure. I did I did like seeing that. Um, we got beat on some big ones. Some of them were just Devondre Campbell being a step behind. Quay Walker got beat, you know, on on, a, on one or two. 
And they were just small plays out there. Um, whew, Valentine, man, that's what pissed me off on one of them. Quay Walker barely missed. Nixon took an angle. He came off. He missed. And then Valentine just took a horrible approach and basically ran runs across the picture. Offense keeps going. Um, I think Ford or Nixon, I think it was Ford, beat right at the end. The one that went over and slapped the ball right at the very end before the goal line, it was reviewed. Uh, play stand, however, he almost just the hustle almost got us the ball. That was amazing. However, it didn't work. So, hey, good job on effort. <clears throat> Go watch Valentine on that play. It is just Valentine, decent, man-to-man. That's about it. Put him in zone. It's awful. You want him to come up and do some run coverage? It's awful. There were just certain ones, and it was, it was uh, we need to get him off the field ASAP. Um, Nixon, he got burned a couple more times. Definitely like him more on special teams. Um, however, you put him in the slot, he can he can help us. Valentine, like I said, you get him in coverage, it, it's hurting, especially one-on-one. That's not going to match up very well, but it is what it is. Quay Walker, he was definitely showed some explosion. He definitely showed some speed shooting across there. I liked that they did get a couple assignments where they just got to rush. That was nice to see, but... A lot of the runs were just making it, uh, on average, I think he got like four points something because he literally he made it to the linebacker. A lot of times they were just sitting back there waiting for them to, you know, him to meet them where they were at. Um, Jonathan Owens did play in the box. He came in, made some great tackles, a lot closer to the line than he would have had he been sitting way back. But he, they brought him into the box, so they did a good job on that one. Special teams got to give us a C-plus because – Besides Reed, um, we had Reed back on a punt return. It was a 60-something yard punt. The ball definitely went over his head further than he um, assumed it would. And I I played punt return, so I totally understand that it was a hard position. That's one of the hardest positions. Those dudes are running down. uh, It's not a a fun position. That that one hurts. Um, So I understand. That ball went flying. It was above his head. He did not catch the ball. It ends up bouncing, ends up. Bouncing into what down at the three yard lines, and uh, that one hurt. But other than that, we made all our field goals. We almost blocked a field goal, so that was nice. I know almost doesn't really count, but just the fact that we didn't, we weren't off sides, but we did get close. So well played. I did think that the def, uh, the special teams did pretty well. You guys probably deserve better than a C plus, but overall, I got I got to include you with the disaster of a game that it was. So. Going forward, what do we do, folks? We got a lot of additions, a lot of uh, things coming up on this offseason. I'm definitely worried about Jahir Alexander. He's missed six games. He was not put on IR. When Matt LaFleur was asked about it, he just gives crap of a pet press conference, um, gives us no answers, beats around the bush. I got to watch the tape, watches the tape. It doesn't come back with a solution. We will be riding out Barry till the end of the year. I think that's the right move just because if you don't have somebody better to replace him, no reason to start making examples because you will be the next one to be, be made an example of at this point with three weeks left. So you got everybody on the on board, three weeks left, let everybody go. The boat is either going to ride or sink. Everybody's aboard it. No reason to throw them off with three weeks left. That's just not, you know, it's ride it out now, ride it out now. So going forward, um, I really look forward to the off season. I look forward to removing Matt LaFleur from the throne. It was nice. We appreciate that you know, what you came in and did, but that's where we really got to start. We got to start with the head. I mean, you can start with Goody. If Goody resigns, I would like to see him resign, have somebody else step in, start anew. That would be beautiful. Um, When I do, and I did look into some coaching potential that we could actually get into the building. And when it comes to that, I mean, 
head coaching options, it would be nice to get Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator for Washington Commanders currently, and what he's done with Sam Howell, I would love to see what he could, you know, manifest with Jordan Love. Because if you can make Sam Howell look as well as he did this year, just imagine what he can do with Jordan Love. That's a true offensive person that has, you know, potential, can come in, has the age to where he can still, you know, cope with the younger guys, but also has a little more experience to where he can jump in and possibly, you know, lead us in that direction with an offense um, and definitely more of a track wreck. I mean, look at what he's done with Sam Howell. That's all I can say on that one. The dream come true, and we have so many people on rookie contract. I don't know why this couldn't happen. Jim Harbaugh, folks. Jim Harbaugh is at the University of Michigan as a head coach, and he is ready to come out of there. He was ready to go to the Vikings, but he didn't get the offer. Green Bay, man, let's go get Jim Harbaugh. He's got the history. He can come in. He can turn this around. We have enough talent on the defensive side. Move one or two pieces. Get your hair back on the field, you know. Adrian Amos, I wish he was still with us. Um, watching Rudy Ford. Rudy Ford didn't have a bad game, but there were a couple of plays that I think Adrian Amos would have made that Rudy Ford didn't. Hey, man, I love it. I love it. I love Packer Nation. I've been a Packer fan for a long time. I'm going to continue on that route. I love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. Let's go get Jim Harbaugh. Let him bring in his own defensive coordinator. Let's start anew. Um, Batista with the special teams, he's doing all right. Let's... Let's jump in, man. I hear a lot of people, some people say Al Harris. I would like to see Al Harris continue to develop under McCarthy right now. He's just a defensive backs coach. I'd like to see him become a defensive coordinator over there, continue to develop under McCarthy. McCarthy has a lot of uh, skills when it comes to developing. I do believe he did. We developed quite a few players under him. Um, You can look at uh, Devontae Adams. I mean, just a lot of players developed. Uh, Jordy Nelson, uh, just a lot of players, a lot of, I could go down the list, Cobb, and you can, we turn some, we turn some low ranked draft picks into some household names, which I don't see Matt LaFleur ever accomplishing. So it's been very inconsistent on who's showing up week after week. It would be nice to get Christian Watson back. That was a big one missing him in that deep threat, but I love it folks. Um, Hopefully we can still make the playoffs. So there's still that hope. We're going to always definitely be hoping for that going forward. I will definitely drop another episode and looking into what's going on throughout the week. Um, injury situation, how it's going to line up and, uh, Man, man, man. What a week, folk. What a week, folks. So week 15's a wrap. I love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Feel more than welcome. Hit me on the DMs. Any questions, concerns, comments, want to BS with me, I'm here for it. So I love y'all. It's Packer Nation till the day we die. And go Pack Go. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. And as always, go Pack Go.